You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Welcome to the latest edition of Behind the Braves, the official podcast of the Atlanta Braves, presented by Jostens. Nice. That's right. We have a new partner here on Behind the Braves, which we've known about now for, I guess, a couple of weeks, but... It, didn't, it couldn't become official until the rings were given out mm. to the Atlanta Braves, the team, and us, uh, because Jostens was making those rings. So as part of this whole deal, they're, they're sponsoring behind the Braves, and we couldn't be happier about that. And what better way to kick off that partnership than with the man who designed the rings himself? Mm. Miran Armutlu. Uh, probably. Nice. I, I'm, nice. I'm, no, that was good. This man has done accomplished so much in his life. I mean, you Google him, and it's just like all these articles about all of these championship rings mm. that he's designed, whether it's the Atlanta Braves, the New England Patriots, the Ravens. I mean, all these. And then he's got to deal with hillbillies uh, like Ricky Mast and Greg McMichael interviewing him and butchering butchered. his name. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but he he was, as you're going to hear, he was, yeah. he was really, really awesome. Mm. And you're going to get to hear some of the behind-the-scenes and the lead up and how this amazing, amazing Atlanta Braves 2021 Mm -hmm. World Series Championship ring came to be. I guess before we get into previewing the interview a little bit, so we, we interviewed Mirren on Saturday, just shortly before the ring ceremony here in our offices at Truist Park. So we, we'd gotten, because we knew we were going to interview him, we got a sneak peek at the rings. Well, thanks to MLB Network, I guess a lot of people got a sneak peek at the rings. But anyways, that's neither here nor there. Not salty, not mad. Um, uh, so we'd gotten a sneak peek, but then that was, so we... So we could talk to him about the design and the details of it. And then the players got their rings and the coaches on the field Saturday. And that was amazing. Uh, Then us here in the front office on Monday, uh, we got our rings. And I'm not just towing the company line here. This is what I've been telling everybody for the last couple of days since that happened. Uh, they did it right. Mm-hmm. I mean, they absolutely did it right. Everything about this, these these rings, this is me speaking as an employee, has been first class. Mm-hmm. And from the moment that last out happened in Houston back in November, they have been working on this and planning this, not just the rings themselves, but how they are presenting them to us. And I'm not exaggerating when I say it was is one of the most meaningful things that's ever happened to me was getting that World mm-hmm. Series championship ring the other day and for you this is your second ring first as a you had one got one as a player one as a front office employee what what did that feel like to you this time around well there was definitely not as much hoopla around the last you know in 95 that just um you know i think probably being a player you know the world series ends and then you just kind of go off into your private life right so you're back home of course my home was here but you're not in the office around people that are talking about, of course, you know, you and I are on the marketing team. Right. So we heard about it. We, you know, Insung is, is one that worked closely with Mirren on this ring, uh, as well as Derek. And so we heard updates and, you know, little snippets here and there about what was going on. Oh man, this is going to be great. And this is, you know, a great project we're working on as a player. Didn't hear any of that. You know, it's basically, you know, the, you win the world series, you have the parade and then, you know, you're done. You're looking forward to the off season and you're you're kind of on your own. Being in the office, it was a little bit different because we we knew that this thing was being worked on. It was being talked about and and um and you know, 
the time frame from when we won 95 until 2021. Been a long time. We're going to make sure this is done right. And I agree with you. It's been first class, nothing but first class. This organization has been known for that. So I'm, I'm not shocked, but they went over and above to make us feel special that we were a part of the team and that we were every bit as much as winning the World Series as the other guys. And whether I believe that that's true or not, you know, <laughs> being a being a foreign player, I know now that it's a lot different. A lot, a lot of things are happening up here that you just don't realize as a player. And so once I came to work for the Braves and have been a part of this organization from the front office, I've come to realize there's a ton of work being done and there's no way things on the field. It's just, it is a big pull for what we what we do during the year to make this thing work. And uh, yes, we're not hitting the ball. We're not throwing the ball. We're not catching it. But there's a lot of things that happen around here that make this organization what it is. And I'm super excited to be a part of it. So it's different for me, but does not curb my enthusiasm for what, what I see this team is doing up here and just makes me just as proud as I've as if I was a player. Yeah, and just to give everybody listening a little bit of a, just to set the scene of how the front office, how we got our rings, obviously you saw how the players got theirs. Uh, Monday afternoon, we all had we all had an invite in our in our inbox, in our email, I guess a couple weeks ago at this point, mm-hmm. uh, to be at the, the Roxy right here in the Battery, which is right across the street from our, our lobby entrance at the ballpark. And we went over there, we had assigned seats, tables, everything was just decked out. I mean, if you've been in the Roxy, it's not a small space. I mean, it holds up of 5,000 people for concerts and events uh, and it's a beautiful space and they had everything it wasn't like they just had, you know, threw out some chairs <laughs> and said you know come on in they they had nice tables set up and when we walked in we had an assigned table and at our seat was the box with our name on it and we had to wait until we could open it but everything was just first class I mean Terry Derek Alex Snit all came out on stage couple players a couple players all talked to us and Snit brought out Ian Anderson and Will Smith and Ian led the the countdown for us to open up the boxes and get our rings. And I knew it was going to mean a lot to me. I wondered, having already seen what it looked like, would it still be as big of like a, not a surprise, but like would I still get that like, mm-hmm. oh, wow feeling? And I can tell you, and I actually, uh, I was sitting next to Elise Costa, who runs uh, or, or is a big part of Braves Retail. Uh, and if you follow the Braves Retail Twitter and Instagram accounts, she's the she's the wonderful person running those that does <laughs> such a great job. So she was sitting next to me and she got the idea to set her phone up in front of her oh, and nice. record her reaction. And I went, ah. Oh. I'm going to do that. Then I didn't share it. I just wanted it to keep. I didn't put it on social media or anything. And when I opened that box, I literally went, oh, my God. (laughs) Wow. And it was legit. And I went back and watched it one time. And other than having to look at my my ugly face, (laughs) it was still kind of like I'm glad I captured it because it was legit. It was it. I felt I felt it in my heart a little bit. And uh, what does Laura say? She immediately my fiance, Laura, as soon as I got home after the game that night, she uh, immediately confiscated the ring and started putting it on her (laughs) finger. And then it was on her Instagram story and whatnot, which as if it was hers. I mean, she yeah. finally tagged me, but you know, <laughs> but yeah, she was, uh, she was pretty impressed. So I'll get to show it off to, uh, my future parents-in-law and brother-in-law That's this great. weekend. And, uh, my parents called me, uh, that afternoon, all excited, wanted to hear about it. And I can't wait to show all of them mm-hmm. and my sisters as well. That's so great. it's not, I, I'm not like a, I'm a little torn because I don't want, I'm not like a flashy person like that, like wanting to go around show off stuff. But with this thing, there's definitely that oh, urge yeah. of like, I want people to see mm-hmm. it. But, and it, I don't mean it in like a cocky way. It's more of, to me, this ring is a symbol of something. I was a part of a small part of something really special that happened. 
happened. Mm -hmm. And that's what, if I have children someday, that's what I'm, when I show them that ring, that's, that's what the story is going to be is that this, this ring tells the story of this team and my having it tells, uh, my small part in it. And, Mm -hmm. um, it's it's pretty special. Yeah, I was showing. Of course, I showed Jennifer, my wife, and Hope, my youngest daughter, and they're the ones still at home. And and then um, my son came over, and, and of course uh, he's, he puts it on. He's like, "God, you got fat fingers." <laughs> <laughs> he said, "He goes, oh, I guess Aaron's getting this ring. You know? <laughs> might be a fight. Might be a fight over uh, when I'm when I'm dead and gone. He's going to get that. I better make sure I'm very very. We need to re- we need to win a, a couple more, so I don't have to." Uh, I don't have any fights after I'm gone on that thing. <laughs> well, I did ask you the other day, right after the ceremony, when we were at the Roxy, are you going to, like, you can wear one ring on one hand and your 95 ring on the other hand, and then you can, like, kind of put your fist together, and that'll be, like, your album cover when, you're, when <laughs> yeah. your first hip-hop album cover drops. There you go. Man, that thing dwarfs. It's like two and a half times the size. It's huge. Yeah. There was not the story. I have my own personal story about 1995 and what that means to me. But that story is not written on that ring. You know, it's it's a beautiful ring. It was done well. It's the last of it's the last ring of a long line of rings that are very similar to the style during that. You know, in the, from the 70s on. But it does not tell the story like this 2021 ring. That's what I love. Like you you alluded to earlier, that it tells a cool story that we're all part of from watching this team and and the fans. You know right. the same way they they know the story. It just reminds us of that story where that ring. You know, is my own person. I can't show somebody the ring and and it and it tells any story, right? Which is which is uh, too bad. It's just it wasn't done then. Right. You know, it's just this is when you're a champion. This is the kind of ring you get and i'm very proud of that but it, it is a different a totally different feel now i had a hard time wearing the 95 ring i'd probably wear it once or twice a year for a special occasion if i was speaking somewhere or whatever but uh, i mean <laughs> wearing this ring oh my gosh i don't know i might hurt somebody i mean you just you kind of turn around too quick you might knock somebody's tooth out <laughs> no, I, I wore it the other day i wore it up into the press box and i was like and this mm. this is where i was torn i was my first experience of this being torn i'm like i don't know if i want to show this off in front of yeah. everybody but at the same time i was like yeah i do and not only did i show it off i like like I walked in. We've had our friend, our buddy from MLB.com, Mark Bowman, on this mm-hmm. show a bunch of times. He's probably been on this show more than anybody else, actually. Mm-hmm. And uh, I walked in, as I usually do on game day, walked up to his seat just to check in with him and say hi, like I pretty much do every day. So like, hey, Bo. And patted him on the shoulder <laughs> with my left hand. He's like, hey, buddy. And then I held out my right hand to shake his hand. He wasn't really looking at my hand. As soon as he started shaking my hand, he looks down. He goes, oh, okay. I see. Well, there were a few riders you wanted to smack for that, didn't you? <laughs> I've, seen, I've seen some players turn their rings around the pass and pop somebody on the head. <laughs> we won't mention any names, but I mean. I'll leave that one alone. <laughs> Um... But yeah, and so I was like, all right, I'm going to try to wear this thing. Let me see how long I can wear this thing tonight. And I made it till about the third or fourth inning and trying to type on, on a laptop and send tweets with this <laughs> giant rock on your finger. This is the definition of first world problems. I couldn't type yeah, on my right. my laptop because my giant World Series ring was getting in the way. Well, your eyesight was going a little bit from the, the bling, right? <sighs> I'm telling you, when you when we fir- when we I first opened up the box, I mm-hmm. did not know that they gave us, they put... Uh, 
They put the rings in these nice boxes for us. They aren't the same as the players got. Our, the players got like the if you saw those those big blue boxes. Ours are kind of like a like a brown, but what what kind of like a looks like like cherry, but like it's cherry, got a glass yeah. top with the engraved you right, know, and then and then it has the lights inside. That's pretty cool. That's what got me was I did not know there were going to be lights, and as soon as you open the box, these lights come on and they shine directly on that ring, and it just makes mm-hmm. it sparkle. Well, I do I do love. I have my ninety five ring displayed at home in the the box that they gave us with a nice little um you know metal plaque on top i do love that also about the rings that you can put it in your you know put it in the case and you can see it without open you can leave it in the box which is kind of right. cool but one of the executives was telling me he goes hey do this when you get home when you show your wife and your daughter turn off all the lights do it at night and then open that box, and it's like all <laughs> the whole ceiling looked like a disco. You know, it's <laughs> right. like it's crazy. But that was that was kind of fun. We had we had some laughs at, at that. Uh, so you told me that that's, that whoever that was told you to do that the other day. Mm-hmm. So you better believe I got I went home you and did I, I did it too. And I swear, <laughs> yeah, it was God, Chip, I did. It was Chip Moore. Okay, Chip Moore, one of our executives, and um, Chip was here in '95, and so we were talking about. He actually had he showed a picture of the ring, and I, and and one of the the other guys that was here with us mark layman uh had both of them on That's and cool. i'm like oh my gosh it looks like a little class ring you know compared to that thick one it was funny <laughs> yeah it, it was it was too much it's cool though it's I mean, oh yeah it's, it's it, the, the having sign both of the one, times right exactly if you That's go back and look it. at the 57 ring and you go back and look at the um you know the rings from the early 1900s they were i mean it just was smaller just nobody was gonna do that the sign of the times is everything's sure bigger and the rims on the cars are bigger and sure yeah. <laughs> i was at a, a wedding a good friend of mine got married uh this is gosh eight nine years ago at this point um but his wife is from green bay wisconsin so mm. the the wedding was up in green bay uh in late february Lo- lovely time wow. of year up there by the way uh, <laughs> but anyways it was a great we had a great- probably a lot of venues open then <laughs> buddy it was it was it was something uh it was awesome though it was a good time we had a great time and the reception was actually at this really really nice like lodge right down the street from lambo i mean you step out mm-hmm. the front door of this place look up and there's lambo field so anyways i was at the wedding reception and i ended up talking to this guy and he was probably at the time i don't know in his 60s he's you know a little older than me and i don't know how we got to talking about it but i noticed he had this this nice ring on his finger and we were talking about it and it turns out not only was it a packer super Super Bowl ring from back in the day. It was a Super Bowl one. Wow! Ring. And I think his, if I remember right, uh, I had had a few too many diet and pops it was Paul and sodas. Then, <laughs> yeah, yeah, right. <laughs> I had a had a. I was trying to think. Did they call it pops or sodas up there? I call it soda, so that's what I'll, I'll call it here. But sodas. Yeah, pops. I don't. <laughs> I'm trying to be clever with it. I'd had a few beers, and uh, so I don't remember exactly the details of it. But I believe it was his dad who was involved mm-hmm. with the Packers back in the day, and it since passed. So now wow. he w- he would wear it to special occasions. That's cool. And that's a ring that was made what late '60s or whenever the first Super Bowl was. Oh, uh, before that was it before that. I think the first Super Bowl. Well, oh, was it early sixties? Oh, no, you're right. Let's see. That's here. right because they had um, they didn't have a Super Bowl for that, right? It was correct. So it was uh, January fifteenth, nineteen sixty seven. Oh wow. Um, okay. So that was a ring from that, and it was obviously much much smaller. But I was still as I was in awe of that ring as I am 
the bigger ones since mm-hmm. then just because of the story and the yeah. history that it tells. So, right. That is cool. Ours is uh, pretty amazing. And as you're going to hear here with our guest, you're going to hear how he... They figured out how to incorporate mm-hmm. all of this entire story into this beautiful, beautiful ring. Mm. So, And we are elated to have Jostens as our title sponsor, too. It's, it's going to be perfect partnership, by the way. The line of fan merchandise uh, that Jostens has put oh, out yeah. in, in partnership with the Braves that are based on this World Series ring. Pretty amazing. I'm going to be buying some for uh, for my family for gifts and whatnot. They had after we came out of our ring ceremony at the Roxy the other day. Jostens had a bunch of their reps there with a bunch of this merchandise on display, and it's it's awesome. Uh, I, I I might as well go ahead and go upstairs to HR and tell them just take my next paycheck and just send it directly <laughs> yeah. to Jostens because it's it's a beautiful yeah. line of stuff. Yeah, that's cool. So well, let's get right into it here. Then uh, here he is from Jostens, the master jewel. Ron Armutlu. Well, this is a very, very special edition, a very special edition of Behind the Braves, our interview today. We are taping this on the day of the World Series Ring Championship uh, ceremony uh, with the Braves, and we could not be more thrilled to have the man behind the design of that amazing ring. All right, now I, tr- I told him I was not going to butcher his name before I hit record, <laughs> but we're going to see how I do it. Mirin Armutlu. Very good. Oh, okay. All right. He's probably he seems like a very nice guy, so he's probably just being nice to me. But, no, but you did uh, good. Okay. You did good. good. Uh, well, Mir, well, thank you for taking the time with us. Of course, uh, this is something that I can tell you as Greg and I both work in the office here, and from the second the Braves won the World Series, I think uh, there hasn't been anybody in this office that has not. Everybody here has been looking forward to this day, as have all of our fans. Mm-hmm. Um, and just just to get started, I. I before we even get into our ring, just about your background, how, how many championship rings with Jostens do you think have you designed now? Uh, with Jostens, uh, in the vicinity, now we're talking pro champ. Yes. Okay, just it, it touches the five pro sports and that's it. Mm-hmm. Uh, with Jostens, uh, about uh, 40, 45 in my lifetime, this will be my 114th pro champ ring. Holy wow. cow, that is incredible. Yeah. Were you a part of the first, uh, the Braves back in 95? No. Okay. No. Uh, being a Calgary uh, Canadian, <laughs> <You're right. laughs> uh, I did my first championship ring in 1989. And okay. it's been ever since. Since then, what was the what was the first ring? It was the Saskatchewan Rough Riders <laughs> CFL Championship. Nice, that is cool. That is so cool. So, what? How, how has this process been like working with the Braves on this ring? Has it been unique? I mean, you've done so many. What's been? Uh, how's this process uh, been for you? An amazing organization, great bunch of guys. One of the teams that probably had everything in place just about, you know. And we had the pleasure of Insung, who was an, an amazing asset, at least to the creative side. Mm. You know, and he, amazingly, uh, you know, he's he's got that eye. You know, he's, he examines every little 
detail. Yeah, Insung is somebody that, so I work on the social media and digital media side, and Insung is somebody that I work with almost every day, and uh, he is just an absolute treat and joy to work with, and phenomenally, phenomenally talented, and so much of the great signage and the, the looks and the feels, our marketing, everything comes from he and his team, and so the, that he was part of this ring, we knew it was going to be something special. Well, yeah, it's, uh, like I said, you know, it's, uh, it's one thing to do a poster, but when you reduce everything down to a size of a ring, mm. it's very hard to imagine what things are going to look like right and but he had the eye i mean he has the eye for very very minute detail and uh, and we typically don't get that much of a great feedback from the team you know so we go back a number of times uh, having him there was a great asset mm. how, how do you figure out how to tell the story of a ring how do you get all that down to the how does that start does insung or the braves come to you and say hey here are the things that we want in the incorporated in this ring somehow well i mean the, the process starts the day the braves won we started you know even before that uh putting ideas together what is it how is it how many years in the league and how did they win and all that you know every i mean we threw together probably 200 ideas Mm. okay Mm. and then uh and then once you meet with the team you know it's like a funnel Uh, it goes down goes down goes down until you get to six seven eight nine ten ideas because there's only so much you can do so you concentrate on the the focal points you know when was the team founded then what happened and we want it to be a story you know this is to me the ring has to be a story there not now 20 years from now Mm -hmm. right you know, when the when the player takes that ring out, we want them to remember how they got there, what they achieved, and and the organization. You know, the what they achieved. So it's uh, part history, part that specific season, and then of course as much bling as possible. Right. <laughs> yeah, right. That's, right. Right. that's right. That's right. Well, Mir, I I love uh, what you did, and I know that you you didn't do it alone, but um, there were a lot of people behind you helping you. But as a player, you're absolutely right. There There is a story to tell, and there's so many details that you forget about mm-hmm. as a player, and, and just the road to that ring for it to happen. So for I look at some of the other rings, and, and I see part of the story, but um, nowhere near that the story that this one tells. Yeah. And uh, I love it. All the personalization inside and out and right side, left side. I mean, it's just like, it, I don't, you could, there's not another spot on that ring. I think you could actually tell <laughs> two more, right? <laughs> That's exactly what I was going to say. The, the, you know, it used to be 30 years ago, 40 years ago, it used to be a fairly big ring for the time, a big stone and something mm-hmm. on the stone. Mm-hmm. And that, I mean, that was it. You know? Like today, first of all, the rings are a lot bigger than then. And uh, now with today's technology, you have the capabilities to make sure every minuscule millimeter of the ring has something that leads to the story. Mm. You know? So... Uh, player signatures i mean yeah that what was do cool. fans want uh, you know mm-hmm. like they're always signing autographs and all that kind of stuff but it's unique to have that in their ring to me because in case one day they're, they're gonna pass that off you know mm-hmm. to to their family members sure. and their signatures in it now you know when you got to keep keep together 45 50 signatures to make sure that the name and the signature <laughs> yeah. match yeah or make them do the signature nice right <laughs> well we we give them a specific parameters to stick into there you go there you go well who is this new to this ring as far as it coming 
it coming off and actually having an inside and an outside no, where that, you can that, use it as a pendant? That, well, this one doesn't become a pendant. Oh, it doesn't. Okay. but uh, It does open. It does open. Uh, to be honest with you, in 1994, I made uh, Jeffrey Loria of the Marlins. Uh, uh, we did their rings, and... Um, he wanted something special, 13, 14 pieces special, and he was a watch guy. I mean, he collected watches and everything, so he asked me, can you put a watch inside the ring? I said, yeah, maybe. <laughs> you know, I, said, I said, Jeffrey, uh, uh, this is not a locket. You know, the top of a locket is very, very, very light. Uh, you know, I've got 50 grams of gold to deal with. Uh-huh. i got to come up with a mechanism that opens that up. It actually took us six months to come wow. up with a mechanism, but uh, we did that then. It was something that was done, you know, and uh, we put it aside. Until a few years ago, uh, I mean, it really started with one of our competitors coming up with the idea of a ring top com- the ring top coming off completely. Uh, I think it's every time somebody comes in, they want something different to mar- mm-hmm. get into the marketplace. So, you know, to dethrone us type of thing. Mm-hmm. Um, since then, it's become a bit of a fad, you know, and... Uh, so when the team wants it, we make it for them. Um, now, I'm like Derek. I'm a believer in the ring should, top should not come off. Mm. Okay? Because you know what's going to happen. You could lose right? it. Right, <laughs> yeah. right, right. You're you know, getting you calls. Know, you know. Hey, I lost my top. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so could you imagine 10 years from now, oh player gosh. calling and saying, I lost my top Uh-oh. and, uh, you know, like this and that. So we, we developed a mechanism that, you know, we used previously where um, the, the ring top opens but does not come off. Mm-hmm. Okay? I like that. Because... Uh, once you pop that top, it could go anywhere. I mean, you could be yeah. on a boat and it'll pop off, uh, and right. there it goes, yeah. right? Yeah. Uh, again, we got to think of, you don't think of these things in the beginning, but I'm, you know, doing it for so long, as long as I have, you've, I've seen everything with the mm-hmm. ring, okay? I've seen ring thrown, rings thrown into fireplaces, oh, to, you name it. And uh, <laughs> so uh, we, we try to guide you know, the team to goods and bats. And that was one of the things. And I said, you know, uh, the leadership team at the Braves asked, what should we do? I gave them both options. I mean, yeah. In fact, it's easier to make one that pops off. But uh, I think Derek right away caught on it and said, you know what? You're right. And like, let's just keep the top on with the ring. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, to my knowledge, and I'm not an expert on rings, but I've never seen one with lights inside of it before. So how did that happen? Uh, go. go. <laughs> <laughs> um, we're... Just finished discussing the pop-up top. And, um, you know, by that time, we had finalized the ring. You know, not, not finalized, but we had... We knew where we were going, you know? Mm-hmm. Alex was instrumental in deciding the ring had to be yellow gold, thank God. <laughs> and, um, Are you more of a fan of yellow gold? Absolutely. Are gold you? is gold. <laughs> it's, not, it's not white. Not platinum. <laughs> so, and this is actually... I, had, I was talking with Insung this, uh, this morning or earlier today, and I said, you know what I love about this ring especially is that I've, I went on the, the internet and I looked at 
all of the the, the entire history of World Series mm-hmm. rings. And I said, you know, the last few or however many, I said, there seems to be a trend. I was like, they all look nice. Don't get me wrong, but they all kind of are similar. I said, they're all they're all silver. And Insung goes, exactly. Everybody thinks they're silver. It's white gold, mm-hmm. but everybody says it's silver. Yeah. So you don't. It's I like gold. They were platinum. Right. And, and that's what Insung said. Gold should be yellow gold. So that's, that's right. Yeah. So we started on a good foot. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Alex said, no, I want yellow. <laughs> and uh, so, and then, you know, dealing with all of, all of the elements of the ring, what are we going to put on the side? How are we going to do the top? How are we going to do this? How are we going to do that? Well, uh, one of the elements was, is the top going to open or uh, not? And uh, once we decided what we're going to put on the top, and uh, because, the, you know, there's there was 11 home runs hit at the game finally game or or to win the series and we wanted to place the rubies in there to signify that mm. and then and then there goes well of course it's gonna have lights right <laughs> i go, gotta light up i go you're kidding right <laughs> and um i i think initially he was kidding okay but at the second meeting goes i'm serious i wanted to light up i'm going I've got like less than eighth of an inch to work with. I not only have to put LED lights, but I have to have batteries. I have to make sure that that top is easily removable by a player to change the battery. Mm. I got to have a switch that goes on and off, you know, and I got to have wiring. And I got to set 755 diamonds on the outside. Like, <laughs> how is it going to work? <laughs> but we'll have a challenge. I mean, wow. our motto has always been, uh, there's no such thing as it can't be done. And mm-hmm. uh, we went back, I, I went back to my team and I said, guys, he's serious. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, they go, uh-oh. But our engineering group went into it first ring ever with lights absolutely wow oh yeah so would you say that's obviously that's what sets this ring apart oh my god there's many things that sets this ring apart but yeah the um, the the lights is unique different it's um incredibly tough to do i mean just to put things in perspective a to z of just installing the light you cannot do more than four a day wow you know, so it's that tedious, huh? Yeah. Wow, you got no room. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. you, you have no room. I mean, you have uh, 2.7, 2.8 millimeter space because you got the bottom of the ring and you got the top of the ring, and then we got the truest bark, and mm-hmm. it just doesn't leave you any room. And you've got some guys with some good eyes. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> is the, there's so many features I, on this ring that that I love. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news. You call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. 
I know when I'm working on just a project or something for work, and once it's done and we're all proud of it, and now it's, it's out in the world and everybody sees it, somebody sometimes somebody will ask me, well, "What was your favorite part?" Like if we're doing like we're doing a documentary series on spring training right now mm-hmm. that's on our YouTube channel, and if somebody asked me right now what was my favorite part, like I don't know, I'd probably, I could narrow it down probably, but it would be so hard to choose. But saying that, is there a favorite part of this ring for you? Is there part that that's really special to you? Well, uh, I mean. After the many uh, sleepless nights of <laughs> trying to figure out how to get lights in, <laughs> right? <laughs> so, yeah, absolutely, it has to be. Okay. Uh, the, the feature for us has to be that, you know, mm-hmm. because, A, it's never been done. Uh, you know, d- depending on the design and uh, the shape of the ring, you know, it, it might not be done for the next team because... It would fit this ring, but if this ring was square, it wouldn't fit. Mm-hmm. You know, so but it's not just the lights. I mean, you got to get the. We wanted to get the truest park in there, in full 3D detail, and then put the 11 stones, and a couple other stories within it. And uh, you know, so the whole concept was that you opened it up, and the lights just shine down on the 11 home runs that were hit in the wow. final series. Beautiful. You know? I, I love that. That a, I mean, yeah, I'm yeah. just that's as simple and as elegant as it can get right there, and the, and I love it being my '95 World Series ring is square, mm-hmm. right? It's like yep. the other. It's, it might as well be the 1976, mm-hmm. you know, uh, Cincinnati Reds World yep. Series ring. That's just the way we made mm-hmm. them, and I'm perfectly fine with that. But I mean, I love it's round, and I love just how simple and elegant that is. That gold on the background. That a, uh, for example, uh, within it. As a number of stories, uh, the original thought we had was that we would use custom-cut diamonds to make the A. And as soon as I started playing around with it, it became flat. You know, mm-hmm. because uh, uh, what we call baguette diamonds, long mm-hmm. diamonds. Sure. The A started to look flat, and I don't like it. You know, and in picture it looked nice, but you know, sometimes from picture to reality, they're two different things. So then uh, we were thinking, we we're thinking. You know, I said. Look at the. I was looking at a cap, and if you look at the cap, it's actually a dome, right, three-dimensional, like embossed. Right? Mm-hmm. Hey, so that's where the idea came from. You know, like let's say let's go to an embossed because when the top of the ring is fairly flat, flat A would have been lost, mm-hmm. and it wouldn't have looked as nice. This one uh, came out. I put. Uh, you know, you could look at all the picture in the world. Uh, you're not going to learn anything. <laughs> so I put the flat A and the dome day in front of the team, you know, and uh, like with Derek and Alex and everybody. There wasn't a hesitation. <laughs> yeah. That one, you know, it's like right away they gravitated to that mm-hmm. one. And uh, then we decided to say, okay, we'll make the A in 18.71 carats of white gold. That's the only white gold element in that mm-hmm. thing. Um, story. That's mm-hmm. the year the franchise won, and then, and then I think it was Insung that said, "Gee, wouldn't it be nice to put 150 diamonds on that A?" <laughs> <laughs> I said, "Insung, I only have so much space." <laughs> yeah. Oh, come on, you could do it. <laughs> <laughs> so, that's a lot that's of diamonds. Lot. That little was well, not that little, <laughs> but it is a little space for 150 diamonds. Yeah, I mean that wow. A has 150 diamonds to represent the 150 years of the yeah. team. You know, it's uh, so you got the 
year of the finding, founding of the franchise and the number of years that mm-hmm. you know the team has been there uh, in, um, on one element alone. You know? There are two elements uh, specific to Jock Peterson mm-hmm. that I wanted to ask you about. Mm-hmm. I-, I love... A, that a pearl was incorporated in this because when you talk about telling a story of this team, mm-hmm. when I when I think back to that whole championship run last year, when I'm walking around this ballpark, not even just around this ballpark, walking around this city mm-hmm. during that month, yeah. there were grown men everywhere wearing pearl necklaces. My boss, Greg Myers, I think was the first man in the Atlanta area I saw besides Jock Peterson. <laughs> he immediately, the day that Jock Peterson wore his pearl necklace for the first time, mm-hmm. Greg went down the street and bought a pearl necklace and wore it. And then that just became such a, th- a thing where we were selling them here in the clubhouse yeah. store. I mean, I'll never forget yeah. that. So th- to me, the pearl had to be in there. How did you, and it's just so elegant how you ended up incorporating mm-hmm. it. It's perfect. How did you, how did that process happen of incorporating the pearl? Well, uh, again, these are things, oh my God. That was in Houston with the big mm-hmm. pearl necklaces p- wow. fans were wearing. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. My son and I. When we were oh, here. yeah. See, there you go. Great. See, even yeah. even my co-host here was yeah. wearing a giant mm-hmm. pearl necklace. Everybody <laughs> yeah. was. No, there. I wasn't wearing them. I was took a picture yeah. with a fan. That well, was they next. can't see it out there, so I'm going to say that you were. Yeah. <laughs> Those are awesome. Uh, you know, that elements like that, you got to understand, has to come from the team. Mm. Mm-hmm. Because until that came out, nobody really knew what it was. You guys knew. You're wearing pearls and this and that, but the rest of the world doesn't hear a lot of things like that, right? And so that basically uh, came from the team to say, listen, uh, this was a big deal for us. And this is what we ask from the team, like tell us, give give me point forms of everything that can be. When the pearl came up, uh, to be honest with you, it was the first time I had heard about it. Mm -hmm. But uh, as soon as it came up, I knew where it's going. So you yeah. know, that's what I, I was wondering about. You knew oh, right well, away. I knew right away where it's going. Wow. It, was a, it was such a perfect spot. Okay. You know, yeah, like that's on awesome. the commissioner's trophy. Yeah. Right in the center. You're not, you're not shouting it out, but anybody that looks at it knows exactly what that story is. Mm-hmm. You know. That, that's what I love. That's what I was so one, curious about. I wondered was it a this long arduous process of trying to figure out how, how do we put this pearl in there? But you knew right away. That's amazing. Mm-hmm. When uh, when seriously when we're talking about it upstairs and they said we got to incorporate a pearl, I said okay, fine, don't worry, I'll, I'll show you. Mm-hmm. And, That's awesome. And when we showed it to them, the, the, the next meeting we came back with a sample and showed it. <laughs> they said, "Wow, it's yeah. perfect." You know? Yeah, just just looking at the ring, I, I think obviously I told you about the A. The other part is, I love the rubies and the in the cursive braids with the tomahawk mm-hmm. from the jerseys, but the subtlety of the bricks that are in yeah. the gold. I thought that was really classy and, yeah. and something that just there again, I mean, you can look at this ring for hours and just look at all the different things that like, oh man, that's so creative. I mean, that's that's the beauty of this ring. Mm-hmm. Uh, you could seriously look at it every day for the next two weeks and every day you'll discover something different about it. It's just, you know, there's a, there's a lot of rich, rich history with the team and, you know, that's what we got to work with. So we get as much as uh, we can into that. Mm-hmm. And uh, no, the bricks came out absolutely gorgeous. Mm-hmm. We, uh, we tried four or five different ways. And um, at the end, this this one turned out mm. bang on. Well, I love the, the, the nods to Hank Aaron that are all over this ring. I mean, he was, we had him on this show. He was a... a 
he was a dear friend and Greg knew him for decades. Uh, he was just beloved by mm-hmm. not only this team, this city, really. Yeah. I, I've, I've made the argument on the show. He's not just a baseball icon to me. He's an American mm-hmm. icon. Mm-hmm. So, Absolutely. And the fact that he is honored in so many beautiful ways on this ring is yeah. just, I mean, there's how many? There's, there's 750, 755 diamonds. There's the 44 on one side, mm-hmm. and then there's the 44 on the field inside. I mean, there's so many. Uh, yeah, there is, uh, like when you open the top of the ring, uh, you had um, the whole season. You had his number on the outfield. We wanted to capture that, so we put the 44 there. Mm. Uh, what we also wanted to do is honor him, really make it a focal point. So, uh, so the first decision had to be before you get to the 44 the stones was how are we going to do world and champions? Because that determines your parameters of where you're going to do 44. Uh, we 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 wanted to be do it a little bit smaller so we could use standard size diamonds and and again Alex said no I want it big and I want diamonds on it and uh, I said okay but you know that's gonna limit my space to put 44 special cut diamonds because okay you figured out. <laughs> so, uh, so well you make everybody happy that's that's a pretty big, big yeah. accomplishment on your part well we try i mean that's 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 our challenge and that's our job yeah you know? but uh you know we had world and champions stretch evenly and then mm-hmm. you know offset and this and that and once we determined that then we knew what space we have to work with and then uh, that space tells you you know what size of stones that you could uh, you could put in, and th- these emerald cuts are not standard. So I mean, every one of them was custom cut just mm. to fit that little slot. Mm. That's incredible. Yeah. Well, I, I I could talk about. I mean, I could seriously talk about this ring all day. I don't want to take <laughs> up too much of your time, yeah, yeah. but. Um, all right, before you go, mm-hmm. I have to know. So, is there is there even a total of how many different tributes are? Because it's like, like you said, I'm looking at the ring, and it's like every everywhere I look, there is something. Mm-hmm. There's there's the the Battle One logo underneath. There's the mm-hmm. oh, I do know. I did want to ask you this: the date of the July 30th date mm-hmm. for the trade deadline is mm-hmm. such a huge part of this team. Were there how were there different ideas of how you were going to incorporate that? I love that that date is in. Mm-hmm. There because that yeah. was the date that this this really changed for this yeah. team. Yeah, no, that's something uh, Alex wanted in the ring. Okay. Okay. He want, he felt strongly to have that somewhere on the ring because, uh, like you said, it's uh, it's a date that changed everything for the team. And uh, so, you know, uh, that that was one of the easier cor- incorporations, by the way. Yeah. Right. <laughs> yeah, I would think so. Well, that's fair enough. That's fair enough. Yeah. 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 Like, if you look at the tomahawk, it's made with custom-cut rubies. Mm-hmm. You know, so there's on the... You don't... You don't... First, when you first look at it, you say, oh, gee, there's rubies in the tomahawk. But then, those are not rubies you buy off the shelf, okay? I mean, you got to custom-cut four stones that has to fit specifically to make that tomahawk. Well, know? just even the Braves part. Is yeah. that, are rubies in the, the Curse of Braves? No, you can't. That's way, okay. that's way too that, small. Yeah. That's a special in that. I was going to say, that, that's looking pretty. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but the tomahawk, I mean, it pops out there. Yeah. It, looks, yeah. it looks great. You know, the players the players always want their numbers oh, and sure. diamonds, of course. Right. Yeah. So, you that's know, a so great touch. That and, uh, and, 
I mean, uh, Peterson had another thing that I'm sure you guys all know what it's about, <laughs> yeah. which I'm not going to get into. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's also <laughs> certainly part of this team, though. That's part of the, part of the story. Know. How long does it take to manufacture one of these? Uh, if you just did one, um, it would take about 11 days. Wow. Yeah. And, and how many incredible. did we make? How many did you make? A lot. A lot. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, like any team, uh, you know, the team tears the organization. Right. Uh, give them credit. I mean, it's an amazing organization. Everybody's ring it looks exactly the same. Really? Yeah. What's I the mean, difference between the tiers? Well, um, is it real or not real? Or is no, it? it's uh, one is fourteen carat, one is ten carat. One opens up, one doesn't open up, okay. and uh, you know only the top tier opens up uh, because if the, if we had to make all six seven hundred rings open up, we wouldn't be here right six now. Six or seven hundred rings. Yeah. Wow. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's about. And then we know there's some fans that have a chance to yeah to win we, a ring, buy a ring, auction we, off. You know. Champ- championship things are so important. I mean, yep. these are iconic things. We were in it. You guys are in the building, and we're somehow involved in it. But the reality is, everybody in Atlanta or everybody in the, you know, the Ace Country wants to be a part of it. Right. So what we do is we develop a line that the fans could buy, mm. and then we also make. We started this a few years back. We make a uh, limited edition ring. It looks very close. It's not the same. Of course, it's not the player's ring or any, the, anything like that. But uh, but it's got all the elements in it. And uh, and the fans could buy that. And uh, we put a number to it. It's limited edition. And <laughs> the funny by now is it's become a collector's game. I mean, we, we see a lot of... Same names buying it in every city. <laughs> really? Oh, really? Wow. Really? Okay. Yeah. Wow. So, I can see that. People yeah. love to collect yeah. stuff. That's, yeah. that, they, no. There's uh, probably not a cooler thing to collect, right? I, I can't think of anything cooler than that. And the fans merch, I've seen a little bit of that, mm-hmm. and it's just incredible. And I know our fans in particular are just going to absolutely love it. Uh, yeah, I, I hope so, because they're, they're beautiful uh, products, well-made products that, again, commemorate the championship. You know, overall, we always, you know, yes, the team won. The players won the, the championship. But without the organization, there's no players, okay? Right. And without the fans, there's no organization. So I think it's a chance to participate in the celebration for mm-hmm. everybody that is a huge Braves fan, you know, and so we make things uh, to commemorate all that for men's and ladies and earrings and pendants and rings and, you know, all kinds of stuff. So, uh, uh, you know, it's uh, and they usually do well because, uh, like I said, that's their way of touching that one special moment, mm-hmm. you know, so that's awesome. So it works. That's well, right. we know the championship line is going to be coming out here um, this week, and um, can't wait for the fans to be a part of it. I know they're going to get to see the rings tonight yep. uh, on the field, and I'm sure it'll be all over social media. Then you guys will have all your championship uh, pendants and earrings and rings and all that on sale. And We have uh, three locations in the stadium that the fans could order from, but uh, the minute the ring the rings are given out the 
you know, the switch goes on and nice. everything goes online. Uh, well, I'm so sure they're going to love it. Yeah, That's going to be fantastic. Yeah. Well, thanks so much for being a part of uh, Behind the Braves and <laughs> getting a sneak peek into your world because this is something that, I mean, we would just never know about. And, yeah. and obviously, we're all excited about what's going to happen today. And, and uh, then as employees, we're going to get our rings on mm-hmm. Monday. We can't wait for that and yep. excited about that. But thanks so much for sharing. And uh, you did just an unbelievable job. Well, thank you. No, it's been my pleasure to be here, and uh, it's been, uh, uh, you know, it's been it's a great honor to participate in your championship and make it come alive. And uh, hopefully, like I said, twenty these things take on a whole different meaning twenty years from now. Mm. You know. Right now, I see a lot of players get their rings and they don't wear it. But the minute they walk into the workforce, yeah, you got it. Center. Next year may have we might have like a little draft kit where it like does a draft beer. Okay, Okay, now see, I I was going to end it on a serious note about how like I've got my I've got my great grandfather's pocket watch. I've got my grand both my like one granddad's watch, another granddad's. uh, dog tags. I've got mm-hmm. my dad, a very special money clip to mm-hmm. my dad, and I thought, and to myself, I've said, finally, when I have children, this says I finally got something I can pass along. Mm-hmm. There you go. But Greg had to ruin it with the beer thing. <laughs> beer. Although well, I've got although multiple, that's, although that's making me kind of thirsty. Now, <laughs> yeah. thinking about it. <laughs> well, I've got multiple kids, so we better be back here next year. <laughs> well, let's do that. Okay. That's a great plan. Mir, thank you so much. Thank you. Our thanks again to Miran Armutlu for joining us here on Behind the Braves. That was a fascinating conversation. Again, as I mentioned at the top of the show, Google the man's name and just all these articles about all these rings that he's designed through the years from teams from all professional sports. It's pretty incredible. Um, a lot of stories I'm sure he's got to tell. And again, if, if you want to shop some of the official fan collection uh, based on the Braves 2021 World Series ring, go to jostens.com slash Braves. There are replicas of the ring, and there's a few different ranges there. You can you can go pretty pretty much the same thing we've got here, or if you're wanting something a little, little less expensive, it's all there. Earrings, rings, I think there's bracelets, all kinds of cool stuff. So go check that out, jostens.com slash Braves. Nice. Greg, uh, we had a great we've had a great uh, opening homestand Champions Week. You had Alumni Sunday. Mark Rollers, Mike Devereux were here. It's been a great week. What else have you got coming up as we were going to we're going to head out west for a week or so and then we get to come right back here for Miami and the Cubs. Yeah, we've got a great um, Alumni Sunday plan for the 24th, which is we're bringing back some 1982 members when they won the division, Bob Horner and Terry Harper. So they will be here for the next Alumni Sunday. Please come out and see them. We'll be out in the plaza again. Have a great time. Autographs, Q&A. I would like to say there's only seven spots left in the second fantasy camp. Wow. We have already sold one out. This one is January 10th through the 15th. I'd love to go ahead and close that out out get everything ordered we're gonna have a great time i'm lining up the alumni probably gonna announce them in the next month or so we'll have a different group uh, of alumni for the 10th through the 15th real excited about obviously when you win the world series um and then covid's over with from the standpoint of people feel like that they're traveling again uh, i'm not surprised i have I've, you know i just started 
kind of talking about it, but I had over a hundred people had contacted me wanting to come to second camp and the first camp was sold out, you know, within a week. And usually I do that because the people who just went to camp, I give them first crack at, at uh, signing back up. So we sold that one out and then this one's getting ready to be sold out. So uh, if you want to grab one of those last um, seven spots, love to have you. Should be a lot of fun. fun. Uh, there again, you can go to braves.com slash fantasy camp. And if you have any questions, you can email me. Uh, my email's on the webpage. But um, so Alumni Sunday uh, Fantasy Camp, I would like to say we are still taking registrations for uh, our clinics. We've already sold out three or four or five of the baseball clinics that are going to be going on. We've got 12 sites for baseball, 12 for softball. You can go to braves.com slash clinics. We're going to be doing clinics all around Atlanta this summer. There's 24 of them and uh, love to have you out. We've got some, uh, some women lined up who are going to be just... Um, uh, fabulous working with us from University of Georgia, from uh, Kennesaw State, from Missouri, from Georgia Tech. We got uh, we got some great instructors on the softball side. Yes, we're not going to have uh, alumni out there that are going to be teaching um, you how to uh, pitch softball, throw softball. We we brought in some experts, right. but we're sponsoring it. We'd love to have you be a part of that. There again, Braves.com/clinics. And finally, we we also have our tournaments going on. Uh, Seventeen tournaments.com uh, you can go to and we've got some travel ball travel baseball tournaments going on we will be announcing a softball tournament that we'll be sponsoring here coming up in june so check that out i think it's going to be in alabama and then we'll we'll have one later in georgia so working on that too a lot of great stuff going on in our growing the game initiative uh we're uh, working with georgia dugout club on some coaches clinics we are um you know like i said we're doing these clinics this summer real excited about what's going on and how the braves are supporting amateur baseball and softball here in the state of georgia and that's something i have the privilege of of working on along with uh, Danielle, uh, with who's running the RBI program. So we're kind of partnering up and um, really trying to, you know, push the envelope and how we can, the Braves can get behind and, and help develop the game here in the state of Georgia. Real excited about it. That's great. And uh, JB and Doug are yeah, working their tails off right. for you. I see yeah. them here all the time. They're doing yeah, a great they're, job. Yeah, uh, they got hired in, in February, and they're helping me with a lot of stuff that I just don't, I can't do, you know, there's yeah. no way with all the alumni things. They're now helping me with some of the alumni stuff just because uh, we uh, they're doing such a great job and really appreciate them. That's great. That's great. And so that's you got a lot going on. So between the, the clinics, the tournaments, uh, fantasy camp, alumni week. Oh, by the way, I saw a fantasy camp veteran uh, at the game yesterday. Oh, yeah. Or I don't even know what day it is. Within the last couple of days, Jeremy Hudson was at the game. Oh, right? nice! So I went down and said hi to him. A replica ring day, whenever day. Okay, yeah, it was Monday. So Monday. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, uh, I was, saw several. Yeah. Chuck Purvis was here and. Nice. Um, so saw saw a bunch of guys. I just having gone down there a couple times now and hung out. Like I'm start, I've started to feel like I'm one of the gang. I got like, <laughs> so I enjoy seeing fancy campers around here at Truist Park when they show up. So that's great. It's a special special group. So there's seven spots mm-hmm. left for that second fancy camp. Yeah, want to grab one of those. So. Yeah. All right. Well, this has been a fun episode. This has been an amazing week for all of us, both uh, I think fans and us that are working here for the organization. It's just been a great celebration and. Um, and I think we've got a really good team again. So I think we're we're. Uh, it's I think it's going to be another fun year. Marcel, I think he's going to have a breakout year. Yeah, two home <laughs> runs last night. I mean, wow! And the- I was watching at home. 
those balls were all tagged. Oh yeah, they they were not. Holy uh, cow! No, yeah. right, center, left. Yeah, <laughs> single. Yeah, I mean, my goodness. I know he and then Matt Olson has been <laughs> nothing short of impressive his first mm. week Mm-mm-mm-mm. on the job too. He has been incredible. So and some of these young, like, I, I love seeing the young pitcher last night. Man, you, I don't know if you noticed this from the press box because I know it's way on up there, but Darno was having a hard time catching his ball. I mean, think about it. the culture of pitching nowadays is forcing fastballs up in the zone. Mm-hmm. This kid did anything but that his ball was sinking right it was going down to the right it was cutting he was throwing curveballs he was throwing changeups so there he's not you know those guys aren't always used to catching that way and um it was fun to watch because you know he made some mistakes late maybe he got a little bit tired it seemed like that he kind of in he kind of i felt like that Frank Gore brought it up too. Just looked like he kind of hit a wall late. 85 pitches, you know, abbreviated spring training. Sure. Uh, completely understandable. The ball, you, you see those guys who pitch the way he pitched. The whole game he was down in the zone, right? A guy like that's got to pitch down in the zone because his ball's sinking, right? So all of a sudden the ball comes up. Right, and then um, it, it gets hit out of the ballpark. So that tells you he's getting a little bit tired from a sinker baller because he was like spot on the whole game. I didn't exactly see the first inning when the first run, but I think there were just a couple singles. But other than that, man, his ball was moving in, it was moving out, it was staying down in the zone. Um, so I just I think he he does something very unique that a lot of guys aren't doing, and I think he's going to have a lot of success. I hopefully he gets another shot. I do too. Bryce Elder coming up, Mm -hmm. major league debut. And I'll tell you this, one thing that was obvious from the press box and anywhere else in the park, the ovation he got from the crowd. (laughs) That's one of the strongest ovations I've seen for a, a debut in a while. I mm-hmm. mean, it was really, really strong. The crowd really appreciated it, and it was, yeah, that was great yeah. to see. So it I'm it helped scoring um, 11 runs, what I saw. <laughs> I think we scored, what, 14 or 16? 16. Yeah, yeah. It, it, it takes a lot of pressure off, but it is not easy to sit there for 30 minutes and go back out, and he, he was pounding the zone. That tells you that wasn't a fluke. A lot of guys will go in, and when you see a team score five or six runs, and you've been sitting there for a while, you're going to come out, and it's going to be it's a it's a different type of a challenge. So to see him come out inning after inning after all those runs were scored, and still stay in his game plan, that 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 shows some maturity. Absolutely, I'm just like you. I'm looking forward to seeing him next time through the rotation. Mm-hmm. I assume he's going to get another shot. I yeah. hope he does. I Hopefully, I certainly say. think he earned it. So. Yeah, for sure. Well, it's been a great week. We very much appreciate all you listening, all of you that there were a ton of you, I'm sure, that came out to the games this week, and we look forward to seeing you all season out here at Truist Park. So uh, for Greg McMichael, I'm Ricky Mast. We'll see you next week on Behind the Braves. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Hey, Braves country. We just wanted to remind you to rate, review, and subscribe Behind the Braves on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, or at braves.com slash behind the Braves or wherever you get your podcasts. Thank you, and we'll see you next time on Behind the Braves.